Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Our scripture reading for today comes from Acts chapter 2, verses 44 through 47. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had needed. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. As we continue in this series on the church's new vision statement, today we are focusing on the part of our vision that states we seek to impact our neighbors by building life-changing relationships. Life-changing relationships. That's a tall order. It's also a vital one. A church's vision, if you remember God's preferred future for our community, is at the intersection of the needs of our surrounding community, our neighbors, and the gifts and the passions of our congregation. All of this is to support the eternal mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. And in our discernment process for the church's vision, we saw both that our surrounding community has a real need for connection and relationship. Folks are lonely and isolated. This was true even before the pandemic, but as you know, that's only increased those needs. But the flip side of that is that we saw, and as most of us already knew, our congregation has incredible gifts for building community, for going deeper with one another in times of joy and pain, struggle and celebration, grief and new life. This kind of connection is one of our strongest gifts. When I first arrived here just a little over a year ago, I held a series of what we called cottage meetings. These were opportunities for me to gather with you and smaller groups to get to know you, to listen deeply about how you came to this church, what you love about this church, what your hopes and dreams are for the future. And one of the overwhelming responses in every single group from youth to seniors to everywhere in between was how well this church nurtures relationships. And not just any kind of relationships, but those that go really deep. How you walk with each other through all of life's ups and downs. You show up to pray in hospital rooms. You bring food to new parents. Sing cards as somebody goes through chemo. You go to dinner with folks who are experiencing grief. These kinds of relationships, they change lives. And you are gifted in connecting with one another in deep ways. Following this reflection, you're gonna get to hear from Harry Muir about how his experience here through this church and particularly our men's group has led to life-changing relationships. You do this so well. And all of this, of course, comes out of your great faithfulness. The earliest Christians in the book of Acts They were figuring out together how best to follow Jesus, how to form community without a playbook or a script, how to share, how to serve, 
how to be disciples of Jesus Christ, who they knew to be life-saving. And one of the ways that they followed Jesus was by being in deep and authentic community, community that required vulnerability, peace, fellowship, accountability, communion, sacrifice, and ultimately all of that led to joy. Here again, these words from the book of Acts about how they organized themselves. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. When those earliest Christians made sacrifices, ate together, shared what they had joyfully, when they prayed and worshiped together in the temple, God added to their number those who were being saved. These are not just life-changing relationships. What the church offers is life-saving relationships through Jesus Christ. And when we are intentional about living into the gospel's call for relationships of love and accountability and sacrifice in the name of Jesus, we can trust that God will add to that number. What a gift that this community knows how to build and sustain and nurture life-changing relationships. Now listen again to the first part of that statement in our vision. It's, we seek to impact our neighbors by building life-changing relationships. So the next step for us as a church to live into God's vision, God's preferred future, is to reach out into our neighborhood and build life-changing relationships with new people, the people who are around us and who are seeking the kind of community that only Jesus Christ can offer. Sure, friendships can be formed in lots of places, and those are good friendships through the PTA or gyms, neighborhood associations, work. But the kind of relationships that the church has to offer, they're unique. First, we say, because God says, you are welcome and loved for exactly who you are. There are no membership requirements, no dues, no expectation of perfection. Come as you are. You will be loved and welcomed and accepted. Full stop. But secondly, as people begin to enter this kind of community exactly as they are, we say now there's a level of discipleship, of accountability. We journey together so that where we come in is not where we stay. We say, how can we live together into God's kingdom of peace and of love and of justice, of life and of life abundant with each other and for the world? And this is going to require some sacrifice, some sharing of what we have, eating together, praying and worshiping regularly. We can't do any of this alone. But when we work on this over time, it leads to life-saving relationships with Jesus Christ. And friends, the good news is when this is our focus, we can trust that God will add to our number day by day, not just so that our church has more people on the membership role or that we grow for growth's sake, but so that more people in our community come to know the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. 
Last week, we heard our anchor scripture from this series from Isaiah 43. God says, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? What new ways is God calling us to reach out and to impact our neighbors, to build life-changing relationships, to help our own faith grow by being in relationship with new people that we didn't know before? How are we being called to continue in that journey of discipleship, to sacrifice some of what we have, to share with our community, to worship and to pray regularly, to eat together in new and in life-changing ways? These are urgent questions for us and for a world that is increasingly fraught with anger and division and hatred and injustice. Building these kinds of life-changing relationships requires that we take the needs of others seriously and at times put them before our own. It requires that we listen, particularly to voices and people who aren't like us, that we seek to understand the pain and the suffering of others, that we are empathetic. The world needs this witness desperately. The world needs the Christian witness of loving and kind challenging, empathetic, peace-filled, sacrificial relationships. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. May it be so, friends. May it be so. Now let's get to work. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.